Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. Uh, yes, my voice is clearing up. Apparently, I have the uh, man flu for a little longer than normal. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Dr. Luke and Dr. Melanie are in the house. Hi, guys. How are you? You're good. You're good. All right, guys. So if you, uh, if you wear shoes, which is probably like 90% of the people in the U.S. right now. Um, there are some barefoot walkers on the planet. Uh, but uh, if you wear shoes, we have one thing you need to know if you wear shoes. Yes, that is you. I know you're listening. Uh, unless you're barefoot right now or in the car or at the beach, uh, but most of you, this is going to apply to you. Uh, Dr. Luke, tell me the one thing. What is it? Yeah, you need to know what your foot is doing as you walk. What does that mean? Yeah, so your foot can do one of two things, really. You will come in like, oh, my, my foot is pronating. It's like, oh, well, that's, that's normal. That's a good thing. You want that. But your foot can either overpronate or you can underpronate. And so it's important to know which type of foot you have so that you can pick the right shoe, if you, especially if you're a runner or any type of an athlete. Um, depending on what your foot is doing, a particular shoe would be best for you. Yeah, so these terms, I, I don't even know what they mean, uh, Dr. Luke. So can you tell me what, what's the, the, the difference? What's a, what are those fancy words you just said? Yeah, that's a great question. So there, with an underpronator, what you're looking at is you have a little bone in the arch of your foot that, that is the peak point of the arch of your foot. Okay. Uh, it's called your navicular bone. And that bone w- has some movement. You want it to move about five millimeters as you walk and as you, as you stand from a seated position. And so you're considered an underpronator if you have quote-unquote high arches and you have a really st- stiff bone that doesn't drop very much when you're moving. Okay. Um, so that would be somebody that would want a shoe that is uh, a little bit more pliable for them or movable for them. Where if you're an overpronator or quote unquote flat feet, that you have a flat foot or your your arches have dropped and that navicular bone moves more than that than five millimeters of what that cutoff of what we've found. Sure. Um, it moves more than that. So you would need a shoe that has a little bit more rigid or a little bit uh, stiffer so that you have more support and it doesn't drop as much and cause uh, issues down the road for you. So, I mean, these are great terms right so, so you're, you're saying the word pronation whether it's like under pronating or over pronating um is that the same thing as flat foot or high arch it is yes yeah. so an under pronator would be somebody that's like a high arch okay they have high arches and somebody that's an over pronator would be somebody that has more flat feet okay so you're saying the one thing that i need to know is what category i'm in Yes, you need to know what type of what your foot is doing, if it's moving too much or too little. Okay, so we, how do I even find out what that is? Yeah, that you can. The way that you can find that there's there's good opportunities now. You can go to running stores and they can watch you move and they can mm-hmm. tell you what would be best for you. And you can have your foot mapped out, all that kind of stuff. Another easy thing that you could do is if you sit 
think how we, how we can describe this. If you sit down on a chair and you put a mark on where your uh, the very peak point of your arches and your foot, okay, and then you measure how far that is to the floor, mm-hmm. and then you stand up and you measure that same point from the top of your arch to the floor, that should have moved a, li- mm-hmm. a little bit. If you if that moves more than five millimeters, that's then you're going to be considered, oh, you have a little bit more of flat feet versus if it doesn't move much at all or if it moves under the five millimeters, then you're going to be considered someone with high arches that their arches don't move as much or I guess as optimally as you would want them to. Okay, got it. So, and, and this, so I have a, I have a, a, a easy screen or um, self-assessment for people out there and I, I came across this just by chance. I happened to be in the rain. And uh, it, I was barefoot outside. I was probably throwing out the trash or something. And I walked underneath a cover or a, like an awning of some sort, and that was dry. So when I was walking from the wet area to the dry area on cement, I just saw my footprint. And so when you look at a footprint and you maybe put your feet in water and then you you walk on concrete that's dry, you'll see an outline of your actual foot. And if your foot looks kind of like a oval, that's pretty flat. And if it looks like a, almost like a, like a C, that's gonna be high arch. And the reason why is if your foot is wet and it's very flat, it's gonna look like a pancake and that, that actual uh, diagram that you see there is going to look very round. Versus if you have a high arch, the only thing touching the ground are your toes and your heel. So you're not going to have a lot of actual coverage on the ground or a footprint on the ground when you have that. Now, some people have done like ink and all this stuff, but that's too fancy for me. Water and uh, a dry piece of concrete will, will help do that as well. Dr. Luke, have you, uh, what, what are some easy tests that you've been able to do uh, to be able to help out people find, you know, where their, um, what their foot type is? For finding out their foot type, like we talked about before, typically I'll do a measurement to see mm. what's, what's going on. Because sometimes you can see someone that says, oh, I have flat feet mm. and they may have that, but that bone that we talked about before that's in the top of your arch, maybe that moves the right amount. And so for them, it it could be their foot is just, you know, they were born that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, that's the way that they're, they've, they've adapted correctly. Yeah. hundred percent. So, you know, and and for a lot of us, what we try and do is simplify it, right? Like ultimately you just need to know in general, what type of a foot you have. And for some of you, you've gone to professionals and and you sought out help and um, there are, I'm, probably 25% of clients that come into sports performance that tell us, uh, I've seen five people, three people say I'm a high arch, two people say I'm flat-footed. I mean, those are people in the middle. Overall, you can categorize as one of the, one of the two. Um, then there are some people who have perfect feet, like uh, Dr. Melanie, who are like right in the middle. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I had a clinical instructor give me the has planus. Uh, so Dr. Melanie is a, a little, a little flat-footed, but um, yeah. I, I think that uh, you know we, it, 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 it's not too hard. You don't have to overcomplicate it. 
Um, and then you're going to buy shoes to fit that. Now, Dr. Luke, how do they know if there are sh the, the, the shoes going to fit that foot type for them? Yeah, there's, there's different things that you can look at with your foot. So uh, you had mentioned that, that wet foot in the concrete on dry concrete, you'd see more of a C shape. Yep. When you look at the bottom of a shoe, some shoes have more of that C curvature to them. Mm. while other ones are more of a straight, like the base of the shoe will be more yeah. straight. And so if you're an underpronator, you have those high arches, a C shoe is going to be good for you. Where if you're an overpronator or you have more flat foot, <laughs> Dr. Melanie, you can have a, the base of a shoe that's a little bit more straight. Yeah. Um, and then going, you can also take a look at the, the heel that you oh. have. Yep. And if you have a, a more of a high arch, you can have what's called more of a neutral heel cup. So the, your Achilles will go right smack in the middle of where the back of that heel is. Oh, or if you do more of pronation, you can have what's called a motion control shoe, and that'll actually move a little bit. It's not as stiff, uh, so it allows for more movement. Now, does the shoe have to be expensive, like $100 or like a $150? I mean, there's, there's shoes that are out there like $300 nowadays. Um, is that necessary, Dr. Luke? No, absolutely not. You, you can find one that feels good for you. The other thing that you have to think about is comfort, right? So if you can walk around and you feel good in them oh. and you're not having any, and what's really nice now, a lot of shoes will let you do it. What is it guys? Is it like 30 days? You can have your shoe for 30 mm. days and test them out. Um, so a lot of companies will do that now and you can even see if that shoe is comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of options. I, I think that was the, kind of the big thing we wanted to get across on this um, podcast. You know, it, it's not just about style, right? Or else we would all be wearing uh, Vans or Converse. Uh, those are probably the opposite of comfort, right? They're just a, a flat piece of cardboard on rubber. And, and those are great for appearance and looks, but when we're looking at like, how is this really going to help you with your, you know, running or in the gym or you have foot pain or knee pain, all you're trying to do is support it. What your body is standing on all day. It's the equivalent of having a good mattress. And, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts. If the mattress is great and it conforms to your body, it's just going to kind of mold. And that's what feet do. They're just molding excuse me, shoes, that's what shoes do. They just mold to your feet. So if you're an overpronator or an underpronator or you've got flat feet or high arches, uh, that is the most important thing to consider when you are wearing shoes. Is that right, Dr. Luke, Dr. Mellon? Yes. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. You gotta um, know what you're getting into. You do, you do. Don't just buy them because they were cheap. <laughs> And that's okay too, but if you're having issues all the way up and down your hips and knees, it's no longer about what the price point was or what it looks like. It's about what is the best option for you. So on behalf of the whole team, uh, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional, or professional athlete. 
This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.